I found that I was getting quite a lot of jobs, but I was charging far too little and I was working every single hour ever. Not only was I not seeing my own self-worth and realizing that what I do is actually worth a lot of money, it's a skill that I've developed over many years. Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. And I know I say this every episode, like I'm super excited, but I really am super excited today, especially because, you know, when you make those connections with somebody, you know, there are a lot of people that we connect with doing this online. And then there are those few that you connect with and you're like, oh my God, where have you been my whole life? Like there's just a bond. <laughs> Do you like the pressure already, Lee? Nope, no pressure. <laughs> So I'm super excited today. We've got Lee Jackson from Lee Jackson Dev on the podcast today and the WP Innovator podcast, which is where we connected. Lee, thank you so much for being here today. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm excited too. Yeah. So Lee connected with me and and had me on his show and that was great. And seriously, I think within like five minutes of talking, like I felt like I'd known you forever. It was it was just pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, we had a good laugh and we shared our amazing uh, impressions of uh, cartoon characters, which was quite a fantastic time, I thought. It totally uh, was, and our love of Disney. Yeah, exactly. We, bond- we bonded over Disney and weird voices. You know, so, you, you know, that's a match made in heaven. So, yeah, I think you did something because somebody else interviewed me this morning and he's like, okay, can we just start with the cartoon voice? I'm like, wow, <laughs> maybe I should pull that off the website. <laughs> All yeah. right. But we're going to, we're going to jump in because. I, I just, again, first of all, Lee, I adore you. I think your energy is brilliant and, and I cannot wait. And I'm going to link to everything in the show notes, guys. So do that. And if you resonate with my podcast, um, I know you're going to adore, just adore Lee, but let's jump into before you started WP Innovator podcast and before you started your development agency, give us a little bit of a backstory. What were you doing before you launched that? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, well, how long have we got? I was born in 19- <laughs> 82. Uh, uh, let's fast forward from there. Basically, born in Canada, moved to England when I was four. So I'm as English as uh, the Queen, probably. And uh, <laughs> since then, um, got into computer gaming in the 80s, because I'm old enough, and uh, started writing games for the ZX Spectrum. And you can guess what happened. The internet came along. I started building websites, thought I was a web designer, but I actually can't design very well, funnily enough. I still can't design very well at all. So I kind of uh, got myself into IT because I can program and uh, worked my way through IT management, got really, really bored uh, doing that because it wasn't my passion and uh, kind of fell into an existing design agency um, being the development wing of that. And then that's kind of where I've grown from there. So I've been doing full-time web development and with WordPress especially for about eight years now. All right. So when, let me ask you this. Did you, first of all, did you go to school for, for IT at all, for computers, anything? 
No, this, it's all the school of geek. Uh, it's just life, just being absolutely fascinated. I mean, just to illustrate how geeky I am, um, you may not have heard of the Amstrad PCW, which is uh, an old machine that was based on a CPM operating system. I was fascinated by that thing, and I pulled it apart to work out how it worked. Uh, so I'm one of those people who will get a book from the library, and I'll figure out how it works, how I can change it, how, how I can customize it. So when WordPress came along, I did the exact same thing. I just wanted to tear the whole thing apart work out how it works uh, so that's how i learn in life I, I i learn by doing see that's why we get along like i have no I'd, no desire to do that but i want to make it look really good <laughs> uh that's awesome and, and you know what for anybody listening to this i it's funny because the I, so i was talking to someone earlier this morning the the other cartoon voice interview and it's interesting it's a millennial podcast and it's called the millennial lie which is which is neat and but i was talking to him about Simply, you know, you've got a, a generation of, of kids who are debating on college as it needed. They've got all the stuff at their fingertips. And that's just it, that you're going to learn so much more and get so much further ahead by doing. And I'm not, this is not a for or against college. I'm not about to have that conversation. <laughs> um, I can support my kids and that's about my opinion. But um, yeah, I, I think that's amazing. So when did you start your own agency? Okay, so um, I joined uh, an agency about eight years ago, which is called Elliot Young, and I'm actually still quite a big player there on the digital side. So they were a design agency that knew how to do design to print, and they did some form of online presence, but a lot of that was outsourced. So I I joined the agency, became a third-party shareholder, uh, so I own a a third of that business. And what we did there was develop a product in the events industry based on WordPress that would allow event organizers to run their event online. Uh, That includes like your exhibitors, your speaker profiles, agenda, registration, all of that stuff. And that's got to a stage now where that kind that kind of side of the business runs itself. It's powered about a thousand websites now over the last few years, which is years. Years? Did I say years? Yeah, uh, past about five years now. That's powered about a thousand websites, which is awesome, and I'm totally proud of that. Um, and then what's kind of happened from that point? About two years ago, we had a, a business that was essentially running itself, where I was only putting in a couple of hours of support a week, and the rest of the time I was doing admin. So at that point, it was like I wanted, I need to put this into some sort of model and. provide this kind of service to other design agencies where I can become the trusted digital wing of a lot of design agencies out there. Um, A lot of people are trying to use WordPress. They're trying to use, say, WordPress themes, and they're trying to kind of push some sort of design or have some sort of control over it, but they just kind of lack that expertise. So I could come in and just plug into any agency with the fact that I've got years of experience working in an agency. So that's kind of where that was all birthed from about two years ago. All right. So let's talk a little bit about, so you'd had some business experience. You'd obviously helped go the other company. Mm-hmm. Now in, in launching your own agency, what did that look like for you in terms of building a team? And were you just pulling people like share that process? Walk us through that. Okay. I really screwed it up basically when I first started. I, went on to one of those freelance websites and I thought I needed to compete on price because it is an absolutely busy market. There are hundreds and hundreds of people who say they do WordPress development. Um, and I found that I was getting quite a lot of jobs, but I was charging far too little and I was working every single hour ever. The one common thing I was getting though from the clients were, wow, you're so reliable. You're really good at doing what you do. Most people we work with disappear or they have a problem or they can't do something in particular. So that really boosted my confidence. But I kind of came to this realization that I actually 
could not physically build enough websites to support the family and to run a business. I was essentially running a freelance lifestyle on very low prices and it wasn't really working out. So that was kind of the aha moment where I realized I need to increase my prices. I actually quadrupled my prices overnight um, and I have since quadrupled them again. So that kind of gives you an idea of how I totally got it wrong when I first started. And you'd think having had years of experience in a business, I'd have I'd have been able to start a new agency with the right price point. Anyway, uh, from that point then, um, I'd actually brought with me another developer who had left my old company. He'd gone off to work with someone else. Uh, their company had then moved on. So he came back and joined me. We developed some software together and that was it kind of match made in heaven. We've been best friends for years anyway. So he instantly became a part of my team. And then from that point onwards, um, having realized I needed to charge an awful lot more so that I could concentrate on a few projects and do them really well, I've then grown relationships with different developers around the world, um, usually through people I know. So unusually not through third-party tools like Elance or anything like that, but actually through the relationships that my developers have. So uh, my guy, um, Kanan and Karthik, both have really good relationships with other people. And that's exactly how we've then grown that up um, as well. Now, in the UK, we also have this really cool system called an apprenticeship. I'm not sure if they have that over there where you are, uh, Kim, but uh, with an apprenticeship is you can take somebody on who's just left school or college and there is some form of help from the local government as well. And you can then bring them on for a whole year and you train them up in all the skills that they need to become either a web developer or a designer or whatever the industry that you're in is. And then after that year, you would then give them a full time job. So that's exactly what I've been doing as well. And uh, Larissa joined the team about four months ago, and she's been fantastic. She's gone from someone who can't develop um, to somebody who can now do HTML, CSS, and is actually building her first modules for Beaver Builder. She was just doing some this week, and both her and me were screaming and squealing all week because she's just been doing some amazing things uh, with WordPress. So that's in four months Um you know, growing someone who's never developed and actually teaching them the way that I would develop straight off the back rather than trying to take someone on who's got their own coding style or technique or maybe their own bad habits, etc. Oh, I got there's so much in what you just said. So, first of all, I can totally picture you squealing with an employee. So I don't know what that says. We were doing it today. We were squealing in the car today, actually, and singing songs at the top of our lungs because it's just got to be done. That it does, right? You have to celebrate. But I want to back up a little bit. Um, Okay, sorry, I fast forwarded, didn't I? No, that's totally okay. Um, First of all, I don't. I that would be a good question. I don't know if we have anything like that. I mean. Uh, students will do internships while they're in college, but I don't know if there's anything that is subsidized by the government. I'm going to go ahead and guess not um, mm-hmm. over here, but but what do I know? But um, let's back up a little bit to the pricing. You said you quadrupled your price. And, you know, I, I think anybody that has had a, whether they've been part of b- developing a business or has worked in a corporate position where you understand, you know, big ticket items, there is something very different about doing it on your own and all of a sudden like knowing your own value and worth. So when you talk about quadrupling your prices, can you share a little bit of what that was like? For, were you scared to do that? Did you, were you concerned you were going to lose clients? Like what was that like for you? Okay. Uh, yes, I was absolutely petrified, but it was actually a, necess- a necessity. I had to feed the family. Uh, it would be impossible to do the work that I was doing. I mean, I actually tried to keep the price going for a while and tried to find other developers that I could outsource the work to because I thought I had to focus on volume at first mm-hmm. and then obviously soon realized that, you know, d- developing a relationship with a good developer 
is a lengthy process. You can't just plug a whole load of people in really quickly. You you need to foster that relationship over time. So that, that's I probably any business relationship. Well, right? I, I guess yeah, exactly. So I realized I couldn't like suddenly increase volume just to make you know break even. So it was a necessity. What I therefore did was I went because my target audience was wrong as well. Not only was I not seeing my own self worth um, and realizing that what I do is actually worth a lot of money. It's a skill that I've developed over many years. If you imagine somebody comes to you and says, hey, I need a website, and you think to yourself, oh, yeah, I know how to build that website. I can install WordPress. I'll install a theme. I'll do a bit of CSS customization, and I'll help them add content. In your head, you think that'll only take me a few hours. But that is because you have actually spent the last five years or whatever it is, whoever you are, learning WordPress and and getting to that stage where you've become an expert in WordPress, you can do things really quickly. That therefore has a value in its own right. And that's that's where my fear was. I was thinking it's only going to take me X hours and therefore I was charging X hours for a theme. So I changed that on its head and tried to think of the value of what I was doing. So I would then think, I, I changed my audience as well. I was originally just going for small business owners building them a site in WordPress and maybe working with the odd designer here. So I thought, right, I'm going to focus on design agencies and that's larger design agencies. I know they've got larger budgets. They work with big corporate companies who've got large budgets. I know they're going to be charging something like 10, 20, 30,000 pounds minimum for these websites. So if I'm coming in at the two to three K mark, then that's a reasonable amount to be charging to an agency. Um, and that's definitely a reasonable amount for me to be able to support a small team of developers, including myself, you know, and, and have a target of so many per month. So it was really scary. And I had to keep doing the rubbish kind of pricing I was originally doing for at least another week <laughs> until I made my first <laughs> I was going to make that sound like I was doing it for a long time. It was literally overnight. It was like I was working for silly amounts of money. And then I, I just retargeted. And within a week, I already had my first sale. Um, and that was, that was something like, um, that was the quadruple uh, amount. Um, and soon after that, I soon realized that I could actually get away with quadrupling it again. So the price I charge nowadays, you know, is, is, is nothing like I started two years ago. Uh, but I wasn't doing myself any favors and I wasn't actually doing the people I was working with any favors either because it was just unsustainable and I couldn't give them my very best. Now I only do a few projects every month and I give those people my very best. I also give them consultancy. I'm part of their team. I'm, you know, I've just gone down today to go uh, to a project meeting where I am very much part of the sales team now as well, helping them win real high value projects, you know, so I've been able to really put myself into agencies and be a real vital part of, of those organizations. I love so much about what you just said. One of the things that really sticks out to me too is well, when you said, and you realized you could get away with it. And I know that's not how you meant it, but I know, <laughs> but, I, but you know, I think what people forget is it, it's so funny that this came up. I had a conversation with a friend this morning and he was shifting a bunch of stuff and he had done some stuff with Udemy and, and has done WordPress customization and stuff. He's one of those good analytics people. And I have just made a decision to invest in someone to help me with Facebook advertising. And they're going to do market research, set up the campaign, everything. I'm going to spend two days with them. It's a big investment, right? And I was sitting here thinking the, the return on this, because I know this guy's a metrics person, right? So I said to my friend, I said, you know what? I said, stop going after 
little time for money or dollars here. It's like when you stop chasing pennies, the dollars start flowing. It, it just happens. Mm-hmm. And you realize the quality of the person who's going to pay you more is so much more pleasurable to work with, right? Where you said you can totally, you become a part of the team, you build a relationship, you become this vital asset. And that happens because of, I don't want it to sound snotty, but the caliber of people you're working with, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And you don't want to know how many Christmas parties I've been invited to as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know what? That's awesome, right? Clearly oh, you're yeah. doing something right. And now let me ask you this. So you've created a model that's working, you know, and the other interesting thing, and I have to connect you with him too. My friend, John Perez has launched Surefire Design where they do the design for development agencies. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. You know, where they come in, they do the whole PSD and stuff, but how do you see yourself growing this? Do you want to do it on a larger scale? Do you want to continue to build a team so that you're working with more age? Like where are you taking this or is it more of a, you want to bring in higher projects? That's a good question. 2016 for me, uh, at least 20, uh, kind of a short term goal is that, yeah, I do want to carry on doing what I do. I absolutely love seeing some visuals. I've, I've sent visuals and then creating a, an amazing functional website with tons of features. So I'm, that's going to continue for, for the foreseeable future. And I would like to try and scale that and get people in who will enjoy building websites, uh, churning those sorts of things out. But where I've really found the sweet spot really is in for me and obviously financially as well for the future would actually be pushing more on the consultative side mm-hmm. where I found it's re- it's a very like today where I've gone down and I've spent an entire day on a client site representing them uh, giving consultancy to their client as well as to my client acting as part of that team that's actually a, a, you know a very profitable and very valuable service that I can offer a charge a premium for so the mission for me uh, you know with the podcast and with everything I'm doing is to put myself more out there to explain to people you know this is what I'm capable of this is what the my team are capable of as well with regards to advice and delivering amazing helping delivering amazing products and i want to push that out then to agencies as well so put myself out there as um, more of a high value premium consultant to the larger agencies that might want help and guidance in you know in these bigger projects where can they add more value where could they get you know increase potential revenue for obviously for their own business but add more value to their client as well because that's what i'm all about it's how can we add value I mean, a good example as well today of this, the way we think and the way I like to think as well is we have a, a client at one point who was saying, oh, we're going to have to fill that field in there and then press save and they're going to fill that other field in there. OK, that's fair enough. And I said, well, no, that's actually now you've said that. That sounds terrible. So we are going to go out of our way to make sure that it's a one form you fill in and everything that you need done in the back end is done for you. That means creating a new function to pass some information across to another area of the database. We would rather do that than have you make do with something. Uh, you know, and it's that passion and adding value and making sure that we create products for the end user that are freaking awesome and helping people to see that as well. That, you know, that's the direction I want to go in. That was a lot loaded in there. Sorry. I, well, that's okay. I love yeah. these loaded. You, you, I think every answer has been kind of loadedly, but I like it. Um, <laughs> well, here's the thing. And in, in listening to that, I think there are a lot of people out there that have maybe a WordPress website type of a business. I know that I've got a lot of those, you know, um, listeners as well as people who want to do more than just the mm-hmm. sites, right? So 
as you were saying that, you know, it's funny because I, I don't market websites. My company still does them. I don't really market it because when I get a client, I look at it that they see the fact that I create content. I've got a podcast. I make videos. I market. I build my list. So they see that I'm walking the walk. So it's very easy to close the website sale because they understand the value, right? So what you're doing and which is a great segue into WP Innovator because you're showing your clients the best, you know, you're walking the walk, right. And, and -hmm. showing them. So I I get the value piece where you're saying, I'm going to consult in terms of the functionality and usability, which is brilliant because, you know, in working with clients with websites, I'm like that, what you're asking me to do, or you want this doesn't provide value to your visitor. Like how is that helping your visitor? Right? Exactly. That's a whole other conversation. Um, (laughs) but so in wanting to grow and become more of a consultant, is that, was that the, the drive behind starting the podcast? Uh, that well, the two drives, uh, the, the primary drive, because I actually planned this podcast over a year ago, but in typical British style, I've kicked the can down the road for over a year. As uh, so the, <laughs> the original idea was simply to put myself out there. And that was the marketing vehicle to get more design agencies, therefore to sell more, uh, essentially WordPress builds, which is obviously one of the purposes, you know, I obviously want to put myself out there to sell more of those. Uh, but especially over the last six months, uh, when I was realizing that people were coming to me more and more for their for the sorts of questions of how do I run my agency? How do I add value with WordPress to my client? How can I upsell services? What sort of services could I provide to my client that I haven't thought of that I can obviously monetize, but also that, you know, will again, will add value to my client, will uh, enable them to make more money, et cetera. And that, and that have, I've been asked for many years, but now, especially over the last six months, I suddenly realized, oh, heck, Actually, there, you know, I know an awful lot of, I've got a lot of information here I can help people with. Uh, so let's, let's push this podcast out there and actually put more of a weight on coming up with good ideas. I did a run of blogs in August as well for agencies about, you know, the different services you could offer, different ideas that you could apply in your agency. So. Although, yes, I'd love to generate some leads for some web builds from the WP Innovator. Now it's mainly focused on, you know, awesome things you can do with WordPress and awesome ways to add value. So, yeah, that's kind of the main premise now behind that podcast. And obviously that, therefore, to kind of put me out there as well to facilitate that. I just wanted to iterate, too, that that um, for the listeners. So WP Innovator is really geared towards design and develop development agencies, right? So it's people that are building work. Okay. So that everybody listening, WP Innovator is where I know this podcast goes in whatever direction Kim wants it to go. (laughs) More from just online entrepreneurs, really. But um, so that being said, can you share how the podcast is going? Like, what are your thoughts and what has it done? Have you seen a return on the investment in time and energy? And I'm not trying to sell podcasting. I'm such a Mm. fiend for it, but I love hearing what it does for other businesses. Well, in three weeks, I'm now sat on a beach with a cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Driving a Lamborghini. (laughs) Yes, while sat on the beach. (laughs) It's amazing. It's a very big Lamborghini. Uh, No, um, I got I posted this uh, just the other day on Facebook, actually. I'm absolutely blown away. So the podcast is only three and a half weeks old. Um, I'm getting absolutely tons of downloads, and I'm meeting... Tons of people I've never met before. For example, you, Kim, I've listened to you for about a year, which is kind of weird. That's Uh, kind of true, I know. (laughs) 
I know. It's, Wait well, till somebody says that to you next year. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, but I have. I've listened to you. I've enjoyed your rant in the car a few months ago. <laughs> Everything like that, because yeah, you keep it real, which is great. And I love podcasts like that where you, you know. And I felt like I knew you as well. So obviously, meeting you was pretty awesome. I was petrified to email you, but I did it anyway, and I'm glad I did because. <laughs> Me too. We, um, but <clears throat> yeah, through podcasting and through planning the podcast as well, because I've actually been, like I said, six months in development. I've actually met an awful lot of really well connected people in the WordPress industry. I've learned a lot from them as well. Um, and that's the great thing in the podcast. You know, I'm asking questions. I'm learning stuff at the same time and madly writing it all down thinking, Oh my gosh, I've got, I can use this. This is amazing. Um, so, and I've made some fantastic connections. I've got, uh, and again, thanks to your help as well, Kim. I've now got another three interviews lined up for next week with some people I never thought I would be talking with uh, which I know which is so exciting and I even plucked up the couriers the other day to submit an application to be on John Lee Dumas's show hey if I don't get on that's fine but what the heck you know with podcasting it's given me a hell of a lot more confidence um it's given me uh a, a, you know a lot of really good exciting connections a lot of new lessons but yeah the, the confidence as well is is one of those key things uh, where I'm like I sit back and I think you know Actually, I do know my onions and I'm really helping. I'm really providing value here and this is awesome and it feels great. And I'm, you know, maybe no money's changing hands right now, but I know that people are, are getting value from that and I'm receiving really encouraging emails as well. And you have to tell me that you're having a ton of fun doing it. Oh, totally. Well, you, you know, we had a ton of fun. (laughs) I've actually been Googling sound effect machines and all sorts of stuff like that. So we can do the whole iCarly run instead of me trying to do the sound effects. For, so, and I'll link to our interview with WP Innovator too, but like we just, it was so much fun. It was probably one of the most fun interviews I've done. And I was just sitting there and I'm like, you have to get a sound effects. I have to send you that app. I keep forgetting to do that. Um, but yeah, you know, and I think there's a couple things that you said, you know, the value piece and knowing that you're adding value and the relationships that come from that. It's, you know, I think oftentimes we forget that that is part of building a business, right? It gets very, it's very easy to get caught up in doing the work and being at the computer and creating something, having something tangible. You know, like I have to remind myself sometimes as I've gotten very obsessed with content is this is part of your work, girl. Like this isn't a luxury you squeeze in or marketing and social media. It is all part of what you do. It just doesn't feel like work, you know, which most of the things like sitting here having this conversation with you hardly feels like work, but these are sort of like a mentor of mine said, it's like a value deposit, right? So you're putting these value deposits out and building this level of trust. I, I just feel like shouting amen. And hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to swing a little bit back to, which I feel like I can go in like 900 directions with you, <laughs> but me. coming back to WordPress, you know, I would be curious to know, um, I've, I've taken a few different stances on this in terms of, you know, I don't spend a lot of time within the WordPress community necessarily. Although I feel like I have a lot of connections and great friends. Like, I don't spend time on social media. I don't really go to WordCamps anymore um, because that's not where my audience is. Now, keep in mind, like I've got some relationships and friendships, but there's a, for me, because I'm not coming from the development side, right? I'm not a programmer and a coder, but, but it's, it's that feeling of that there's this self-righteous, there's this perfect way of doing things. And if you don't do it that way, it's not going to work. But how does that serve the customer? You know? So I guess, there is a question in here for you is, you know, what are your thoughts on that? And, and what would you recommend to somebody 
who wants to get into WordPress websites at the same time. They want to build a brand and, you know, because there's a lot of people doing this. Like, how do you differentiate? How do you stand out? And I know there was like eight questions in there. Okay. So this is where you would go to my website and pay for my new course that I've just invented now. <laughs> <laughs> Only 12 payments of nine ninety seven. <laughs> Absolutely. Just let me write it. Um, okay. Uh, I, I actually like you. I'm not heavily involved in the developer community. Um, although I'm a developer, I've got a developer background myself. I have really focused more on the client relationships. So the people that I'm serving, I'm focusing more on those relationships and I am moving more in those spheres. So obviously I'm targeting design agencies. Therefore I'm showing up in design agency forums. I'm helping people in that remit. I'm connecting with those sorts of people. I'm focusing a podcast to design agencies. Uh, all of my blogs are focused again at design agencies. You know, I'm, I'm actually that that's where I'm at. That's my target. I think I heard a little while back niche until it hurts. So, I mean, you've heard me say design agencies 300 times already. Mm-hmm. That's my niche. It hurts like now and again, I think <laughs> it could be a really rich guy listening to this thinking, Oh, I can't give him any money. I'm not a design agency. Well, if you are listening, give me a call. That's fine. Um, but it does hurt to, to just totally niche. So that's how I'm standing out. I'm standing out because I'm showing up where the designers are. I'm talking um, with them. I'm not selling to them. I'm providing them value. Um, and then that starts conversations, which will, will lead to uh, and does lead to work. You know, I've got many stories of how I've just simply provided free advice in chats with a beer. And eventually that will turn into a Lee. We've got a project which we need help quoting on, which will become Haley. Uh, we've won the project. When can we get cracking? So um, that's for me, it's been about relationship and about niching right down um, to a particular uh, audience and then hanging with that audience. Now, I think there was another question about the WordPress community in, in, in itself. And I mean, it is actually huge. And I feel like there's lots of pockets of different yeah. communities, to be honest. There are like a user-based community of, of people trying to help each other out, and it's quite supportive. Sadly, there's also some communities which, are, you know, I've been in on Facebook and I've seen the sorts of comments that go on. And it's really saddening to see that you'll have some quite um, pious people uh, writing negative things on other developers' co- co- comments or questions and just being very judgmental. And, and that's those are the sorts of places that I'll tend to avoid. Um, you know, I'll join a WordPress community through Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever it is. But if the, the sorts of things that are being posted are not edifying to other people, I might throw in a comment to, you know, to say, Hey, come on, guys, that's a bit mean, but then I'll just move on and I won't, you know, I won't invest in that community. I'll invest in a community where people are being supportive to each other uh, and edifying each other and building each other up because, you know, it's easy, isn't it, to, to be negative. It's easy to point out flaws. Um, but it's a lot harder, I think, anyway, to, you know, see the, to, to see good in people, to actually encourage them to push them along, et cetera, uh, and be supportive. Um, yeah. So, so those, those are the communities I'm part of. And I know a lot of great developers who are not like that. Um, uh, actually, here's a good example. Um, you know, the capital P in WordPress? Oh, God, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I got like slapped verbally for not doing a capital p like 10 years ago 
and now I can't, I can't not do a capital P. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know? Me too. And it's funny because my Facebook page has a lowercase p because when I did it with Facebook, yeah. it kept auto-correcting it. And mind you, this was like 2008. Okay. And so do you know what it's like? It, it's, I need to like go give blood practically to get the name changed. I'm like, is this worth it? Eh, I don't know. And then I actually had a, I'm not going to give his name, but a very self-righteous Genesis developer because at the time, like if you go to the Studio Press website, it's all caps, right? So I I think I had not capitalized the P in Studio Press and I got called out like, don't you think if you're going to be writing about a company, you should be learn how to spell their name correctly, right? And then the same lovely gentleman um, commented, I created a, um, a free PDF, like no download, no nothing on Genesis community resources, called me out for not including a Twitter hashtag. I was like, you're just kind of a dick. <laughs> Excuse me, guys, for people listening to this. But that's the whole thing. And I'm like, you know what? You need to go be bitter somewhere else. I'm not going to play in your sandbox anymore. I don't, this, you're not my customer. We would never be friends. I don't like how you show up in the world. Mm. We're done, you know? And so, cause I've, I had people asking me like, oh, are you going to WordCamp US? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no. Like, and it's great to hear my heart. There are people I love to connect with. The, the, I went to a WordCamp San Francisco a few years ago, can, you know, got to hang out with Carrie Dills in person and Bob W. Some people I'd connect with online and that was great. But guess what? Like, I'm truly interested in spending time with people that are going to teach me and help me grow, whether it's as an entrepreneur, as an individual, whatever that looks like. But, you know, we talked about our our mutual admiration of Pollyanna, right? It's like, you yeah. just don't need to move through the world like a jerk. <laughs> exactly. So. Exactly. And, uh, and I mean, I'm in business because every single boss I've ever had, hopefully they're not going to listen to this, has been a complete jerk. And, uh, you know, I realized that working for the man was not where I was at and that when I was going to start my own business, I was going to create a team that was built on mutual respect, on fun. And also I was going to mix with clients, uh, you know, and communities where it's based on mutual respect, on fun. There is no politics. And where there's politics, I just avoid or I don't get involved. And you can't avoid it. I mean, there's going to be someone who puts in a snarky comment now and again, <clears throat> uh, you know, on, uh, because Facebook seems to be a safe place to do that for some reason. Um, but, you know, again, we, as a kind of a developer and entrepreneur over the years, you just grow a thick skin. You're able to just ignore that and just, you know, find the positive. Uh, and sometimes it's good to hear constructive criticism. I'm not against that either, but there are definitely ways to deliver it, uh, you know, in a much nicer kind of way. Well, yeah, um, there, there's a way you can yeah. say, hey, can I make a suggestion? Or, exactly, you know what, I was yeah. here and I noticed this. But, you know, it's funny as I, I don't know if it was in a post or a podcast, but it hit me, you know, that people who are earning what they think they're worth and love what they do don't have time and energy to be like that. They just don't. Like, mm. you know, I, I'm in this mastermind where people make a, a boatload of money, but they're also doing what they absolutely love. They different niches, different markets. I don't ever see them showing up online as anything other than authentic, kind human beings, right? Because they why? Like why? Mm-hmm. It's those people that are bitter and pissed off that and it just to me it says so much more about the individual. I, I don't know why I got on this tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Do, do you need a hug? <laughs> 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 oh 
Oh, you're too fun. No, but you know, so let me ask you this because here's my prediction, Lee, with you. Like, <laughs> excuse me. It's, it's all good. I know it's super late. I'm fighting you. a cold. No, it's okay. I've been fighting a cold, which is why I've got this really nice, deep Barry White voice. Hello. <laughs> Oh my God, you're so damn funny. I love Barry White too. Like there's just way too many connections here. Um, but so like, here's my prediction because everybody listening, if you guys didn't see it, I just wrote a post called, uh, seven people who will inspire you, make you smile and teach you something in 2016. And Lee was one of those people because there, to me, there's something about you, Lee, that I think the world needs. And you've got this great heart. I can just tell it's behind everything you do. But this this value piece, you know, I think that there's going to be something else there that not only are you adding value to your customers, but I think there's, I don't want to say angle, but there's somewhere that you're going to be able to take all this knowledge and and all these skills. And I'm not trying to turn this into a like, you're so awesomely <laughs> interview. No, please do. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I, but I think that there's a ton of value in how you've built your business. And like that in and of itself is something that could be taught and shared. And dare I say monetized, because people are going to be like, oh, it's about making money. When you provide a value, you solve a problem. There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with charging for it. So I don't know. Like, I think it's going to be a pretty fascinating year for you. I'm super excited. I mean, everything that that you've said as well, you know, has crossed my mind. There's things that I know I can monetize. And although, yes, it's making money, then, you know, we've all... I mean, we're all, we, we either have a job or we're in business and it is to make money. And I'll never apologize for that. I'm sure you'd never apologize for that. Um, but the idea is, is I want to make money where I'm also making a difference at the same time. So I don't want to make money that's going to make me, uh, have lots of holidays and, you know, feel greedy. I want to make money where I've made money, but I've added amazing value into someone's life. I've enabled or empowered somebody to do something they've never been able to do before or to, you know, or for them to make more money, et cetera. And that, again, that is why I love listening to people like you, uh, John Lee Dumas, you know, all the, <clears throat> excuse me, all those sorts of podcasters where, um, they're, although yes, they're monetizing what they do, they'll, they'll upsell something. There'll be something else involved. They're, they're also dropping value left, right and center. And I'll kid you not, I think listening to podcasts for the last two years has completely changed my life, has completely changed the way I do business as well and can, and changed my kind of outlook on on how to connect with people and, and on how to do business with people. It's just super exciting. I'm going to pop. <laughs> oh I held my, <laughs> my breath. I'm all right. I've not popped. We're good. <laughs> I was like, you were on a, a roll there. Um, so, Didn't breathe either. So. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, take a breath, take a breath. You're getting yeah. sick. We don't need you to pass out on the podcast. Um, so let let me ask you this. Coming from a business perspective and knowing the lessons that you learned in starting this. So let's say someone came to you and they said, look, I, I want to develop an online business. I can create websites, but at the same time, they don't want to necessarily be behind the scenes. Like, I don't know. Any advice? Do you want to give a tip or something tangible? Like I would go do this. Is there something that really you feel very passionately about outside of giving value? Cause I do know that you're very passionate about that, but it, you know, what would you recommend somebody go do? Well, the way the, the two, the two kind of surefire ways that, well, three surefire ways then you can do it. Let's do three. Three is always good. My dad was a vicar. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, three-point sermon. Let's do a three-point sermon for you now. So uh, the first thing I did, uh, which I am actually super passionate about, and there's not – you wouldn't think because there's no blog posts for the last month because I've been busy with a podcast. But I actually found that blogging was one of the super exciting things that I did. And I found – that I've tried blogging so many times. And 
it takes me ages to write one blog. You know, I'll write the first line and, you know, like the author who never writes the book because they're still trying to work out how to open the, like, oh, the, what's the first line? Like, Sally, walk down the road. No, 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 <laughs> that's not it. Uh, and delete, delete, delete. That was me trying to blog. So um, in August, I thought I've got to change this cycle. I know creating content works. I'm going to write a blog post every day for 30 days. So I did it. I wrote a blog post every day for 30 days and I decided what I was going to do was I was going to get an, an app to record my voice. If you're old school, go get yourself a dictaphone or a tape. That's fine. But just talk into uh, an audio device. So what I did was I set 30 questions that I was going to answer. And then with no plan, I hit the first question on day one, press record and answered that question as if someone had just asked me it there and then. So it was me. I was being real. I was I was talking just like I'm talking to you now. Recorded it. I sent it over to Rev.com. Um, yes, love it. Service. Mm-hmm. They transcribed it for me. I got it back. So it took me five minutes to answer the question. 20 minutes later, they'd already transcribed it because they're super quick. It's nuts. I think they just sit waiting for them. It's amazing. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and then I had the text, which I then refined a little bit, you know, put in a few extra lines that maybe I missed during my spiel, as it were, and then loaded it, put a pretty picture from Canva, job done. So I did 30, 30 blog posts in 30 days. Um, I saw massive increase in traffic. And on the back of that, the next thing I did then was started showing up on social media. So that's the second area uh, where I was pushing these, obviously pushing my own posts. But when I say social media, I don't mean just tweeting stuff, but I mean rocking up to places like Blab. Um, so you'll have heard of Blab where you can broadcast yourself uh, doing We're going to do a Blab together, I'm telling we you. T- we totally are. Yeah. So I actually found that going armed with 30 blog posts to a place like Blab, I was able to connect with people there. I met some really great WordPress, uh, WordPress developers, some great people in the WordPress community who have become really good friends with, um, you know, like Hanny Moore. Is it Moore? I can never Can- Hanny is just like. I know. Me and him right? bumped into each other on Blab. I was just like, mate, you are the best. I love he's, you. He's so awesome. I just, <laughs> I love Hanny. Yeah. I'm like, all right, dude, I don't know like what your situation is, but I think it's time to leave your full-time gig. Cause he's like a software developer. I'm like, you have so much awesomeness to offer the oh, world. Yeah. He does. Yes. He just rocks totally. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So I showed up, I, I was armed with my content. So I had content. Um, uh, and then I put myself out there and started answering questions and getting other WordPress people into these blabs and getting people talking, uh, you know, so, and that obviously then had a massive impact on my Twitter and my, and my Facebook social media, because I was connecting with these people, but also other people were coming in, listening, asking questions and, and getting value and sharing what I was doing, etc. So, you know, so I've covered kind of creating content and making it really easy and, and fun by recording your voice. It's actually a really fun way to blog. I actually went walking every morning. So I exercised and blogged at the same time. Booyah. And, <laughs> and then I went and did blabs and talked about my blog for that day and did the blab and asked other questions. Um, and you find then that people ask questions and you're then armed with like 30 days worth of super cool posts that you can share with someone. So people now ask me questions and I'm like, oh yeah, oh, go and see uh, March the 23rd blog. That'll cover you. Which means I don't have to keep repeating myself, which is nice. And as you can hear, my throat's starting to croak. <laughs> so I'm it's nice not to have to repeat yourself. Yeah. We're, we're so, winding down, so you're good. <laughs> uh, well, no, I can keep going. I'm having too much fun. Um, so yeah, so we've got the, we've got blogging, so creating content. We've got showing up on social media. Um, and I know for a fact that there was a, a third one, but I've t- <laughs> totally lost my track now. 
That's what right. Was the question? <laughs> uh, what, what would you recommend? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what would I recommend? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess content creation. Um, yes, and showing up on, on social media. Uh, and obviously, uh, I'm going to throw in the niching again is that, that thing that you stick out, go and connect with those people in your particular niche. Don't be uh, an agency that will design a website for anybody. Pick a niche that you're passionate about and be the web agency that, that, you know, I know uh, there's Matt who does a pod, no, not Matt. There's a chap in Australia that does a podcast. It's the web agency podcast. And he focuses on developing websites uh, for travel agencies, for travel companies. So there you go. There's a niche. Um, you can find a niche and you can stand out and be the web development company for that niche. It's super exciting and you'll stand out. You'll be, uh, rather than someone <clears throat> who's shouting amongst a crowd of other developers, you'll be the developing, the, the development company. Um, and the, and the person out there talking about that niche, producing content and being there. And I'll use your phrase of just showing up. Thank you for sharing that. Well, and you know what I was thinking too is in doing that, I mean, stop to think if you niche down on this, like using that travel agency, I mean, you, you, become the master of the, the the functionality that serves that industry the best, right? So you can say, Absolutely. you know what, this is a new technology or this is a new, you know, we tried this call to action. It works really well. You know, so it, I mean, it's brilliant because you really are becoming that go-to resource. It, it totally reminds me of that story, which have you listened to or read any of Joe Polizzi? I have not. No. Okay. He uh, runs the constant content marketing Institute. And I've heard of that though. Okay. So, um, was that create epic content was one book of his and his recent one is content Inc. Well, he tells a story about a guy who was a, uh, had a fiberglass pool company in the United States. And right around 2008, when the recession hit really, really hard, you know, people were telling him to go bankrupt and do all this stuff. And he was spending thirty, $40,000 on traditional direct marketing. And he turned everything around through content marketing by providing value and solving problems. Right. So you'd look at that niche and it was like, just where you said, like coming, you know, what are 30 questions I could ask? He did that. And Fast forward today, and please nobody quote me on this, but, and I should know the name of the pool company. I've talked about this a couple of times, but he's now like the leading manufacturer of fiberglass pools in the United States. And it's so random. It it is so random. And it's just, (laughs) but the thing is, he just started solving problems. He became the guy that provided value that people could trust because he started creating content. And so again, when you niche down niche, depending, I guess, on where we're at. Um, but when you do that, you become that trusted expert, right? I, I mean, it's, it seems so obvious and, you know, it took a while. I, I don't know. I kind of carved a space for a little bit when I started focusing on Genesis for, for users, not developers, but this is how you use Genesis. And I, and it was, I looked at Google Analytics. I'm like, wow, those videos are getting more traffic than anything else. And I hate metrics. So I have somebody else doing it now, but, um, awesome advice, Lee. I love it. I love all three of those. Well, and can I add as well, though, yeah. is, is it, it, none of this is bullshit because I've lived it twice. Um, I've done, I've done it with Elliot Young. We are the leading agency for event organizers. So event organizers around the world, some really massive event companies will go to Elliot Young for design and for development because they know that Elliot Young will provide amazing quality, amazing service and amazing WordPress work as well. And that's so awesome. And then I've been able to do the same again in Lee Jackson Dev 
I'm focusing on design agencies. There are some big design agencies working with us from all around the world because they know where to go to WordPress development agency for design agencies. So this stuff works. Niching down and being the expert in your field really, really does work. Are you, Mark, let me ask you this. Are you marketing? So do you go out, do you do direct marketing? Are you, are you getting clients through the social marketing and through the content marketing? Where do you market Lee Jackson Dev? Um, I get all of my leads through social media. So everyone I've worked with for the last two years has been through Twitter. That is friggin' brilliant. Okay. I know. It blows my mind as well, to be yeah. honest. I don't have that many followers. I've got about a thousand followers, maybe a bit more, but they're all highly targeted followers, obviously. Um, I've really focused the last two years on connecting with design agencies, tweeting their content and sharing stuff that they might be interested in. So everything's been through social media, building those relationships, then showing up at their place like not stalking them because I wouldn't recommend that. Um, but actually going to be where the sorts of, you know, if they're going to be at some sort of convention, I'm going to tweet them and say, Hey, I'm going to be there too. I'll meet you there and, and building up on those relationships. Um, so using social media as a vehicle to make, to, to get initial introductions and then following it up from there. All right. I have to share. I just had this little idea pop in my head and it's probably really random, but it, again, it's because I'm obsessed with content. And I think that, how you do business and who you are needs to be shared on a bigger scale. Have you ever thought about doing a video in terms like telling the story, you know, where you do a little bit uh, and people are probably like, why are you doing this on a podcast interview, Kim? <laughs> but it just popped into my head. So I'm just sharing it. Okay. But you, you know that, that just, I don't know, Lee, <laughs> there's something about you. I think that people want to connect with you probably on a bigger scale. And I think it'd be cool. Just keep that in the back of your head, like a little biopic sort of um, telling the story just about the agency and who you guys are and, and how you move through day to day with with your employees. And I, I think it could really drive a ton more business for you. I'm just throwing that out there. And that's so I, I've got it pictured here. Okay, I'll have a monocle and a cigar and I'll be <laughs> sat at a leather covered table with a big leather and I'll be like, hello, my name is Lee. When I first started this company, I had a dream. That would really help me to connect. When <laughs> and then what you need to do, and then you got to rip it all off, right? And like exactly. have a Disney t-shirt on underneath or something. <laughs> and say, yeah. But you know, it's it's just that I just think you've got a great story. So <laughs> Thank I you. will stop like trying to <laughs> give direction. But I, I think your story's great. And um, Please do. Actually, there's another thing. You know, if people give you direction, if people give you positive ideas, don't get offended. Just lap it up. I lap up. I even lap up criticism because I want to improve and I want to learn good ideas. So I love it. Thank you. This is a great idea. It's I've already written it down. Okay, good. Yeah. I just, I like, I keep picturing squealing the celebration with your employee. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it, well, I think it takes a really solid individual to be able to share in that excitement and to own it. And so, yeah, so well, good, good I, on you. Can I make a plug then? Yes. We're going to launch um, in January the WP Innovator Minisodes, which is actually an insight into the life of Lee Jackson Dev as an agency, where you can hear like me or me and Karthik, me and Kanan, or me and Larissa having general conversations the way we normally have conversations in the office, which includes, you know, banter, being stupid, and having a general laugh about things, but also learning things at the same time. Um, so I think that might give you a bit of an insight, a bit more of an insight into, you know, you're imagining these things. This is what we do. We're going to try and emulate that in some way in our mini-sodes. And it's also a bit of a play on Larissa's height because she's so small. 
<laughs> oh my god now are you going to do that is that audio only is that going to be blap like how are you doing that we 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 are probably going to do a few audio just initially to kind of ease us in and then you know because uh, i mean larissa she's young she's probably a bit scared of the camera i don't know we'll try it but we'll we'll definitely do audio initially uh, and then we'll probably end up being on blab as well uh, and doing some banters <clears throat> and we've got some great people that we're going to get involved in those as well uh, through blab that we know um uh, you know, I, I don't know if you heard the episode one, uh, Nick Vermel. Uh, he's a WordPress developer who can also speak plain English. Um, so, you know, we'll have people like him in as well uh, and just have a bit of fun with him as well. So less educational, but more of an insight into how we work and how we create fun. Um, and hopefully that might help and inspire other people to uh, to have fun in their job as well. Well, hey, I, you know, my mantra is if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. So I will be sharing those like no Hallelujah. <laughs> Lee, thank you so much. It, I just adore chatting with you, and I'm going to have to come over so we can have a beer together. <laughs> sure thing, sure thing. Well, we've got a blow up sofa, so you can you can sleep on that. Excellent. <laughs> um, okay, everybody. So, Lee, where is the best place for people to connect with you? Okay, uh, the best place is LeeJacksonDev.com. That's LeeJacksonDev.com. Uh, if you want to check out the podcast. Yeah, you're gonna have to get a pen for this. It's forward slash podcast. <laughs> oh, and goodness. if you want to talk to me, there's a contact button, obviously. But I live on Twitter, and um, so just go to twitter.com forward slash Lee Jackson Dev. Tweet at me, follow me. I'll follow back. It's courtesy, um, and direct message me that way if you want as well for a chat. I literally would like to chat to anyone about anything, um, and uh, you know, I'm always happy to throw out. Uh, advice and, and tips in WordPress as well. So for example, I literally just did that before this show. Someone tweeted me. I gave them a quick answer. They're not a target client, but that's fine because it's good to be able to help people. Um, so yeah, if you, if you just want to connect in that way as well, feel free. Awesome. And lastly, Lee, I was just thinking we should do a webinar together. Um, I don't know what that looks like, but I've got an audience of WordPress users. So mm-hmm. you think about what you love to teach and share most. If that's something we can put it on the books for 2016. Well, I got one for you. How about uh, kind of ways that you can monetize monetize your WordPress website? So some easy ways that you could monetize your WordPress website and your existing audience. Perfect. I'm totally down for it. So we will get something scheduled for uh, maybe end of January. Let's do it. Let's Let's do do it. it. Let's do it. (laughs) All right, everybody. That (laughs) That was American enough, wasn't it? Do it. Yeah, all right, all right, that's yeah. American. It works for me. Um, although, remember, I'm retiring the hustle, so I don't want you screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just kidding. All right, everybody. As always, Lee, it's just, it's just a pleasure. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. All right, everybody. So stay tuned. I will have a couple links for you at the end. And of course, all the links will be in the show notes for you. Again, that's LeeJacksonDev.com. And I can attest he is, he is busy on Twitter. As always, if you'd love to leave a review, please do so. Listen to the end. You'll get all the links. Thanks so much, everybody. Do you guys see what I mean? Like, how much do you not love Lee? (laughs) He's just awesome. Super grateful that we connected and consider him a friend now. So anyways, um, as always, thanks for listening. And if you can... Go to the WPChick.com forward slash Lee Jackson, just like it sounds, L-E-E-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. And uh, Lee's got a great uh, plugin download for you, uh, a 
PDF, <laughs> I should say. Anyways, again, go to the WPChick.com forward slash Lee Jackson. Have an awesome day, guys. And if you feel inclined, I would love a review in iTunes. Thanks so much. And I will catch you next week.